the Unstoppable Blueprint Podcast with James Robert Elliott. Let's go live. Hey, 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 everyone. James Robert Elliott here. I am with Ashley Weber of My Marketing Pass. to have a cool conversation today about delivering a great message and having an outcome promise your message and within your communication so that people buy more stuff from you and tell you yes instead of telling you no or maybe you're any permutation of that. Uh, Ashley and I met and connected on LinkedIn. Like a lot of magic these days happens. Uh, he's a great man. We, we jive. We have great conversations. So today we're going to have a great conversation with all of you about having a great conversation and a great communication. Uh, we're going to talk about a bit of sales, a bit of conversions, and even sideways selling, which Ashley is, uh, I would say, an expert at or takes takes really well and how not to piss people off when you're selling to them how to actually close and I'll say enroll. I use the words enroll, maybe a better thing to say, Ashley. Very cool, very cool. Well, let's talk a bit because we, we often have to start before a good sale with, with an outcome promise, with delivering a great message. Um, and, and and you and I were talking about this before. It's like how I'm, I'm tweaking my message from being fairly long and in depth to shrinking it right down and 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 because I'm great at being long-winded versus let's make it concise and understandable. And it's like, hey, I help business owners, established business owners make a lot more money in a lot less time while avoiding burnout and and and, and stress and anxiety, maybe even having a lot of time to travel like I do. So let's talk a bit about that and what you've seen, where you've seen it go wrong with someone's outcome promise uh, versus like like other people say, oh, I'm a lawyer, I'm a coach, I'm a doctor, I'm a real estate agent. Uh, a web developer, whatever it is, and no one really cares. People <laughs> often care what's in it for them. What have, what have some been, let's start with some mistakes. What have been some big mistakes that you've seen people make in, in communicating what they do and their value and trying to enroll people? Hmm. Well, first of all, thanks for having me, James. Pleasure, brother. Pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Um. Yeah, That that's probably the hardest uh, thing for, for most people, especially the experts. The more of an expert you become, the harder that moment of first introduction becomes because mm -hmm. the obligation is just so much higher, right? They're just like, Oh, I do this and I can, I can help people with that. And I, Oh, I, um, and there's, there's a lot of layers to how most experts do what they do. And uh, most of that stuff just becomes jargon to, to the people that need us the most, right? The reason they need us is because those kinds of things have not been going well. So you start throwing out those jargon points and what you're hoping is that, oh, they're going to start picking up on these things and say, I'm going to help you. But instead, they're just scared <laughs> or, uh, or overwhelmed. That's, that's the, the deal. You get that one. Oh, yeah. No, no, that's great. Oh, I love that. That yeah. sounds lovely. That's so good. Good for you. You keep doing that. Um, I, and we all do it. You know, there's a transition that we go through. Entrepreneurs go first we work for somebody else and then you become an expert at something right um and then at some point you get the sneaking suspicion that you might be able to do this for yourself and uh, make money doing it and so you you branch off and then you start delivering your services for money and next thing you know you've created another job and half the time it doesn't pay even as well as the as first well job the ah it's stuck working way harder for way less exactly <laughs> Yeah, or um, or they end up just it it consumes it's it's a job one way or another, um, and I think the big distinction between 
the the success of those people is kind of how it's positioned and you know there's the long-winded one is definitely a problem and you know that one uh, we were talking about that a little bit earlier there's there's tons of examples of people you go to any networking event go to i've been you know before the covid stuff i was uh, my whole prospecting was a, a based around going to, to events and you could just hear the the long-winded stuff and you, you put up a wall the other yeah. the other yeah you're just <laughs> brain shuts down things go over their head yeah yeah um the other uh issue of course becomes when you uh you just go yeah i'm a lawyer right well that's that's equally as as you uh painful when it, when somebody needs you because it's 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 not as useful as it could be right like i'm i'm a specialist in i'm a specialist in bird law james i do all kinds of bird law <laughs> um whatever your thing is you know uh you want to make sure that it's it's exciting to somebody um my my personal uh mistake i out of film school uh, i went to a film school and then got done with that and uh, did the hollywood thing for just a little bit and realized that i was not super into that uh um and so you i, I started a video production company and I freshly out of out of film school, you uh, I was I was going to every networking event I could go to, knocking on doors, and I would meet the people who go, yeah, I know, I have a degree in filmmaking and a minor in animation, and I'm I shoot uh, I I shoot video production for your business, and we will do the uh, we will do all the location production scouting, we will set all the things up, we'll film it with my Blackmagic digital cinema camera, we'll write all the script, we'll do the video processing, the color grading, the sound adjustments. We'll edit it into, a, we'll, we'll do the lower thirds, we'll do all the dynamic text and we'll get it ready for optimization. And exactly. dude, just the look on the face. Um, <laughs> so I was at a networking event. Um, it was a, a holiday networking event, big gala. There was a lot of big seven figure business owners there. And I was talking to the uh, this guy and turns out he owned one of the bigger independent uh, pizza kitchens in California or in Arizona. And uh, I tell this guy, I give him my whole spiel. He goes, oh man, that's, we've been looking for a video. Turns over his shoulder to his brother that happens to be with us. Yeah, this guy is a, a video expert. He'll, uh, he worked for the Discovery Channel. He'll help us write our scripts. Or he'll write it, write our videos, shoot it and do all the editing stuff for us. And the brother's <laughs> like, yeah, rock and roll. Four Let's words there, yeah, four key words there. <laughs> And uh, you realize real quickly that's that's all anybody wanted to hear to begin with. It's so true, and even myself, whittling down what I do, and I mean I, I tweak it for you know I tweak it slightly to different people, but again, you know it's it's like helping working with established entrepreneurs, and, and really the crux of it is helping them make more money in less time, having more time for travel or whatever the heck they want to do. I, I resonate with travel, whatever the heck they want to do while avoiding overwhelm and burnout. And I think bringing it down to that level is powerful because to your point, it's it's what, what do people want versus why well, do all this stuff help you become influential and persuasive and this and that and melt away self-doubt and all that stuff is great. Yes, we melt away self-doubt and imposter syndrome and help you confidently communicate. But it's like, okay, I can confidently communicate now Right. So what? And to your point, instead of some people can connect those dots. Yes, if I'm influential, if I communicate confidently, yes, I can. Business grows, more sales, more money, more free time. But again, we think we need to make sure not to leave too long of a breadcrumb trail that they have to, you know, go through the forest to figure out what the hell we do and, and how we can help them. Versus, well, 
you know, you know entrepreneur that's it's maybe stuck at a certain place with with revenue and with sales and income and you know this plateau glass ceiling do you want to break through that while avoiding overwhelm and burnout and have more time for lots of cool stuff hey let's talk that's what i do so i, I think you're 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 right and you've given me a lot of ahas it's been amazing chatting with you and becoming friends with you and building our friendship because you give me a lot of great ahas and suggestions too uh, this part is uh, fun when you have somebody that has is willing to do the the hard work, and and I think that's the shoes that most people that do this fall fall into. They're they're smart, or else they wouldn't have gotten here. They're yeah. hard workers usually, um, and sometimes wrapping that up in a consumable package that somebody else is going to get uh, can feel way harder than it needs to be. True. True. I agree. I agree. And, and and I think a lot of us, including myself, make it harder than it needs to be. It's like, what do I call myself? Who am I? What do I what do I do this? What do you do that? Just what is the end result? You get people. You you had an example, actually. Do you mind sharing that? I don't Can you share that? There was a really good example of, hey, the person I helped this and intimacy in this. Share that example. That's a great going from here, which is kind of confusing and OK. I'm trying to connect the dots and some will, some won't going to something that everyone gets. So I'll, I'll let you I'll let explain that one. Well, first of all, I, I, I want to let you off the hook uh, for, for feeling that way. You shouldn't feel that way. Um, being an entrepreneur and becoming an expert at what you do does not mean being able to create offers or create the type of marketing that makes that consumable to somebody else. Okay. That's like working your, your butt off to become a great chef. You work your butt off years, right? In the kitchen, steam in your face, fingers bleeding from, from knife cuts. And then you get to the top. And a nice person comes in and goes, great, you've become one of the greatest chefs in the world. Can you farm? Well, no, it's food related, but I know. Um, and that's really what the marketing side is for most entrepreneurs that start their business. They went in there because they wanted to be excellent at a certain thing. And mm -hmm. the ingredients are just something that has to be done. The business part has to be done. Um, and that's why it's it's one of those things where you, you generally want to be... Uh, either with people that have successful businesses that have done it because you can learn this stuff from people that have done it themselves. Exactly. Um, or you, you find people that are uh, invested in learning that because huge difference. So uh, ran a program, worked with a company for a while. And one of the programs we did was specifically that for the most part, there's, there's a couple of programs that we ran. One of them was uh, helping people get their offers together and position them and make sure that their value proposition and their success outcomes and all these things were, were wrapped up in a way that the expert could then, you know, go into the business jungle and, and survive. Um, and one of my favorite uh, people that came through there was a woman who, you know, for her own right, was a, a rather successful uh, coach. And uh, I remember meeting her. We were, we were having our first conversation. She's like, okay, great. So nice to meet you. Um, what, will you tell me a little bit what you do? She's like, I help um, couples in established relationships improve communication, resulting in uh, increased physical activity and uh, and uh, uh, communication of their pleasures and desires, so that they they are out of a uh, and uh, reduce stale relationships. Oh. And you you help people have you have people in relationships have better sex. <laughs> bottom line, um, that's the bottom line. <laughs> that's the way it is. But, but the issue becomes, you know, you spend all the years training and you learn these levels because it's true. The better sex probably is a result of the better communication and the increase of the this and the, but that's not what they wanted to hear. 
not what most people want to hear, which is kind of why I think most people struggle with their sales in the first place. Most entrepreneurs, unless you come from a sales background, um, you'll you'll hear over and over that they're inherently uncomfortable in the sales conversation. It's one of their least favorite conversations. Sure, sure. And even me coming from a sales background, still, uh, when I started my own business, it's still, I'm still growing. I'm, I'm still working on it. I definitely have a long way to go in sales. But it, it's it's just learning that. And and to your point, I'm okay with the discomfort, but it's like getting better at the how and then the process to 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 sell or enroll and build. I mean, it's all about building relationships. Um, you know, you talked about something we highlighted it in our title for today in the description about, about sideways selling. And I thought that's such a cool concept to talk about and to, to introduce. So talk to us about that, please, because we, we've got the, the, the message and the offer, if you will, um, down. It's like, okay, what is the exact end result? You help people save money in this or make more money or have better sex or, or whatever it is, you know, have smarter kids or whatever it is. What it, what it, what is that now? Okay, how do we sell that? So let's talk to us about sideways selling, please, because that, that and then we'll get in the lead generation because I want to I want to talk to people about your cool tool that helps with that. But, but sideways selling, talk to us, please. Yeah, sideways selling is um, some we we had to come up with a name for it. Um, it's something that we were doing, and my team had we figured out that it worked, but uh, we it, it, we needed to be able to train it to people and and to repeat it. Mm-hmm. And um, sideways selling is is the simplest way to get people to the point where they make a sales decision without coming across salesy, without pissing people off. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot. Of, I've been there, done that in the past, and it's like, oh my god. And I'm sure a lot of us have. It's like, I don't mean to. I want to help. Want to serve. But you know, I've done that in the past too. And. Uh, and, it's, and sometimes you're torn as to, okay, how do we help them make a decision and, and encourage them to make a decision now? Because it's costing them a lot of time or money or energy or whatever. And, you know, human beings love to avoid, including myself, there's no judgment, love to avoid discomfort and put things off, put things off. So it's like, you know, this sounds great and I can't do it. I'm not going to do it till blank time because of blank, usually lame reasons. <laughs> Again, no judgment. I've done it too. Um, what would answer to your point? It's like, when do we get, when do we be like, well, what is this costing you? And what is this really, this sounds like it's really affecting you. And you're saying, well, I'm going to wait. Why would you wait to save money or make more money or have more time or more better sex or whatever it is in, in, in people's lives? So I think this is a really good premise to start off and, and, and learn about this sideways selling, because again, you don't want to piss people off and, and yet you want sales. You don't want to, okay, well, that's okay. Uh, bye-bye. We'll talk later. And, and nothing ever happens too. Yeah. Um, and uh, there, there's some of this uh, that, that a lot of people already know, right? So often entrepreneurs want to uh, invest in the things that are in the long game. And that's perfectly cool. Like having uh, models of attraction like SEO and running ads and having affiliate groups and running, r- running great webinars or, or, or doing these, these podcasts. And you meet awesome people through it. And that works yes. really well. Um, but sometimes uh, when you are in a position where you need to sell quickly, which most of the people that we work with, right, they need to make sales. Um, they do. They need to uh, actually get in front of the people that need what they do. And that's where they get the most. They, they either get super salesy 
And they're just like, hi, if you need to, uh, if you haven't gotten your rapid ref your refund from the government, I can help you. I don't know how many of those you get, but yeah. I've yeah. received those and helped those people get there more. I'm sorry, I'm guilty. I help them sometimes. There. Um, but uh, the, the way to actually do it is the opposite. So there's three rules to sideways selling. And, cool. and if you don't break these three rules, you're, you're going to instantly have better conversations. Cool. Number one, be the most enthusiastic person in the conversation. I like that. Bring it to a 10. You're the most enthusiastic person there because they will have to match your energy. Sure. Number two, be the most grateful person in the conversation. They're, they're spending their time with you. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for coming. Oh my gosh, what's that like? Tell me more. There's a spirit of gratitude that goes into sideways selling. And the third and most important, don't sell. Don't sell. Don't sell. Most people that do what we do run a call me model, meaning most people don't make a purchasing uh, decision on the website or independently. They talk to you first, yeah. right? Yeah. And so if the, if the decision is made there, why start selling until the point where they're, they're going to make a decision? So up until that point, I am not my services. I do not approach people as running a marketing company. Because yes, I do. But yeah. Yeah. I am a CEO of a company that just so happens to deliver world-class marketing. So when I meet people on LinkedIn or when I meet people out in the wild, I meet them as a CEO, not as a service provider. Because if you approach them as a service provider, that will always inherently be a confrontational exchange. The energy of approaching person people as a as a service provider is inherently confrontational. Fair, fair. I mean, it's it's, it's like uh, you know, so the, the 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 phrase you know, we are selling success or buying bullshit comes to mind for some reason from one of my mentors. But 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 your point, you're it's 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 like hey, uh, instead of hey, what can I give you? How can I give? It's for is it often that people come into what, what can I get from you? Usually it's money. I'll give you my services. Love to help, but I need to get money. It's it's more of a get coming into a conversation to get something versus how can I give? How can I give? What can I give? And how can I support? What can I learn? And what I like that too. Those are the questions I want to know. What can I learn and who do you know? Because if I can get somebody on mission with me, then the sales conversation becomes a gap that they fill themselves. Fair, fair. Because uh, like NLP, if they say it, it must be true. Fair, fair. <laughs> yep. If they themselves say it, exactly. I like that. I like that. So the big three is never be selling. Uh, Number one is you got to always open it. You, you're always the most I enthusiastic person. Most enthusiastic. And then, of course, uh, be the most grateful person in the room and then no selling. I love that. I love it. Now, I, I think if someone's going to say, well, no selling, well, how do I how do I close them? How do I enroll them? That's the match. So that, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that because I think that's what people are going to be thinking. Yes. Um, and that's the best part um, because we aren't going to sell. We are going to have a series of agreements. Right. So we were going to agree that we met on LinkedIn as an example. We met at a networking event or you're a referral from Doug. Oh, yeah. You're friends with Doug. Doug's great. Welcome. We're friends now. Right. Or we're connected on LinkedIn. Yeah. Thank you so much for accepting my connection. We agree. We agree that you're in X industry. Oh, wow. You help people. You're a coach. You help people with ABC. Wow. What's that like? 
we're gonna we're gonna talk about what they do as much as possible, mm -hmm. right? Because sure. we want to talk sure. about them, and then we get them to agree that uh, they have X challenges, and that takes a little bit of right. But once somebody's talking about what they do, right? I do websites and automation and copywriting and all kinds of stuff for people. So if we're talking about their stuff, and I look at their website, wow, your website's really cool. Did you notice that your button doesn't work here? Or hey, look, did you think, did you see that your deal is, is uh, expired here at the bottom? And then they go, yeah, I have this guy that we work with and he's cool and we like him and all, but you know, sometimes it takes them a while to get the stuff fixed. And I'm like, dink, got it. What else does, and so I'm gonna follow. So now we agree you have X challenge. The very important agreement. Then I need the, to get them to agree that that's costing them X amount of dollars a year. Or, or time or energy, but usually in ultimate in the dollars, right? Whatever the cost is. And if we can agree with that, well, how do I know? I just so happen to be an expert in my field. And then this is where my authority comes in. This is where you bring in the authority part of your conversation. In my case, I wrote the book in, on sales and marketing. Yeah, no, it's a real book. It's not written by eight people. It's not full of blank pages. You can buy yeah, it on yeah. Amazon. I, I wrote the book on so your authority i'm certified in whatever i'm the number one xyz and abc i've helped 100 people do whatever whatever your authority point is right lay it in and then we're going to agree that i just so happen to have a, an offer that's the perfect fit for your challenge no no i i work with people just like you every day i actually have an offer it's exactly to help you with the thing that we just got you agree and then we agree it costs less and what your challenge is currently costing you. And then the question goes, so what do you think? How's that sound? Yeah. And the first one who talked loses. And nobody was salesy. Nobody was pushy. Nobody got anybody into a bad place. But that, that conversation naturally unfolds. I like that. And often to your point that I'll reframe the first person who talks loses, but the first person who talks often will talk them out, out of it. I know what you mean because I've heard that for years too, and I, I get it. But often our salespeople, we, we just want to jump in and usually that'll kill the sale. We talk ourselves. We, we It's a shut up and listen because often we talk ourselves out of the sale once we've said, so what do you think? Um, is this worth pushing through and be able to have this and this? What do you think? That's a, that's a really, really valid point. I love that. that that's a short, sweet, and incise. And like I said, lots of energy, um, the most energy, uh, the most gratitude and, and no sales. And just, hey, again, and, and so what I think I heard was just basically agreeing, you know, where we met, agreeing you know, that uh, we're, we're both business, business people or agreeing whatever our roles are. Uh, I think I also heard agreeing uh, and just asking questions, asking more and more questions versus thinking, okay, shut up so I can now pitch you. It's, it's just changing that mindset. And again, because that's what can I get? Let me pitch you so I get something. What can I give? What can I learn? And just asking more and more deeper questions. I actually did that on a call today too with someone who was like, no, I, I'm fine in that area. You don't need any in that area. And then asking more questions and things come up. Oh, there is challenges. Or there's this or this, there's that. Or this. I'm like, okay. As as you you start to share, as I, I feel as I, I open with with my vulnerability story of you know where I went from you know, bullied and picked on and head through plate grass windows and uh, obesity issues and, and you know depression anxiety issues to having you know these massive learnings and shifts and transformations and this there this is the way I'm now and this is why I teach this stuff that alone I think will create an authentic conversation such that you when you when you ask them for the challenges oh wow so we agree these are challenges. And to your point, what what is this cost? What is the cost of either time or money, energy? 
how how bad is the sucking basically <laughs> essentially and wow that's a lot of money or time or energy it has cost you it's costing you and it will cost you in the future i actually you know that actually that's exactly what i help people do that's what I help people do and it's only going to cost you this the results in the end are going to be again maybe better sex or or more money or more time less stress what if what if you could tell us like if the if the answer to the question what does it cost not to work with me is your marriage then that decision becomes instantly easier well well fair yeah way that i like that talk to us a little more about that because i think i don't think that's a lot of people what they they end case it may not be a marriage but you're right Wait, tell me say it again because that's a really important what is it costing you what would it cost you not to work with me that would hurt I like um, that. My offer sales coach once upon a time, she's uh, she's known as the queen of sales and she earned it. Oh. Um, she always says when people ask her, uh, how much should I charge for my offer? I'm an XYZ coach. How much should I charge? And her answer is always, how much does it cost them not to work with you? Right. And because it, it, it's, it sticks you to your value proposition. It anchors your success outcome. Um, because if you can get to the core of that, it's not about copy anymore, right? It's that thing where like, you just feel it in your gut. You can, you can position your offer in such a strong way that not only will you be able to do that, but other people will be able to do it on your behalf. People do it on my behalf all the time. I love it. And then exactly, you can, you can have more fun and more of what you love, which is probably delivering and actually doing the doing. Of what you love to do versus marketing or selling or closing or whatever as well i like that a lot i like that a lot that's that that's really really and you're, you're showing that you are a marketing expert for sure right and, and, and in this talk and in all the talks we've had you and i too as why i want to be on my show to share value with people and to promote what you do because i think you do some great great work as well um one now one of the really cool things you have that i wanted to touch on as as a resource for people um, but also would help connect you with great people as well as is because I've, I've been doing different different posting on LinkedIn and, and different bots and things like that and copy and paste type messages and, and having VAs copy and paste things with Facebook that was LinkedIn and you have a really cool lead uh, I'll say lead farming uh, tool um, let's talk about that because we, we know how to we know what not to do we know what to do now in terms of sales. And so now how do we get these clients? And, and one of your best ways you, you, you I think you agree is, is still LinkedIn. And that's why you've designed a whole engine around this in a way that it's not like a copy and paste message or a bot message to a thousand people. Cause I don't think that works anymore. Correct me if I'm wrong. It, it does. If you're doing sideways selling, that's, that's the thing. Um, huh. So uh, that used to be, a manual experience that was very profitable for us. So I meet a lot of people. This happened to me ju just yesterday. Mm -hmm. uh, that's somebody who's like spending thousands, like five, $6,000 a month on all their marketing stuff. And they have blogs being written and they have social media being put up and they have press releases being put out. Like, you know, the normal stuff. Normal stuff yeah. I just don't know why nobody, nobody is buying any of my stuff, right? Nobody's interested. Nobody's. And the people that they, I have these conversations and they're not looking to buy. They just want to talk to me. And it's like, you're missing the game, right? Those people are, are the people that you need to nurture. Not everybody's going to be ready to buy today. True. Right. Um, and uh, 
I sold over a quarter million dollars uh, for my company without making a single post on LinkedIn. Not one, not a single one, not no blogs, no nothing. How? Right. So uh, during the day, coaching calls, sales calls, uh, end of the day, dinner, put your feet up, put TV on and prospect on LinkedIn. Right. So for quite a while, you you take your laptop, you uh, have a, a document and a spreadsheet and you have sales navigator and you go into navigator and you uh, pull a list and it takes a while to learn how to pull lists properly. But once you get kind of good at it, um, you go through and you copy paste these messages to all the different people that are in the lists and you get these connections and then you use your spreadsheet to follow up. I think, didn't I show you my spreadsheet? I had that nuts spreadsheet. The long, yes, that's right, that's right. Um, and at first that was all manually done. And then at a certain point, right, we got to where we were automating it, right? So then when a new lead would come in, it would be fed to the spreadsheet. One thing becomes another. And uh, now we have a platform we're calling, it's called LeadStream. And uh, it basically recreates what I used to do manually. So it will actually, you feed it with the audiences and, and part of the service, it's not just the software, right? Because we've been doing this for a while and we have certain things that we can, we can do pretty reliably. Um, it's like one of those, I, and you probably have noticed this as a, as a business owner where there are certain things that you reach where once you've reached it, it becomes really easy. Right, mm -hmm. like you could just even if you lost everything, you could just go back and get go back to where and you start. Were. Yeah, yeah, and start hit the ground running, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. One of the things that I figured out is how to do leads. I can do leads day or night. You can take all my stuff away, and I can just run it again um, because the process is so reliable. And so the system basically, you can feed it with whatever messages you want, right? But uh, the beauty of it is, it takes all that manual work off of me. So uh, it reaches out to them. I feed it with the messages in the right order. I write my messages using sideways sales, right? Um, no pitches, no links, no offers, no, hey, buy my thing. Um, and I get them to respond. And I have had tremendous, like, um, I've had uh, campaigns we've run for people to strangers that are getting like almost 60% acceptance rate, which if you've ever tried to do this stuff, like people are usually anchoring around 20, if they're lucky. 30 is an average campaign for, for us, which is, right, that's that's a really good campaign, 10% acceptance. But what it basically means is when you turn that on um, and you you monitor that you, you have those conversations with people. Like I, I had seven sales calls last Monday. I had uh, <laughs> I have sales calls all through the week. I had five uh, yesterday. Uh, we have a couple today, um, which I'm, you know, my background is sales. It's something that I love very, very much. So I'm fortunate that I get do it all day yeah, yeah. but um the sales are the the lead generation part it you know some people work their whole their whole career and they don't figure out the lead part hmm. they become an expert at they, their field they know they can help people they're on a mission they have the drive um it's like that thing where you tell people like oh just work harder it's like they don't know what to do they who am i going to talk to and if you're doing the wrong thing working harder you're going to dig yourself a bigger big bigger hole essentially too yeah um, so the, the lead generation stuff, um, for all the people out there, if anybody is waiting for their ads to make this, unless you're selling a widget, 
right? If you if you've got some body butter bar, we you know we and we help those people. We do the we do the products and we do the e-commerce shops and all that. So this you know a lot of these principles are still right. When you're writing copy, you still want to use sideways selling. You still want people to connect the dots. You still don't want to be pushy. You still want to use the proper sales angles that are appropriate for the audience. But this is pretty much for the for the coaches, for the service providers, for people that are high ticket uh, offers. Um, anybody who has a call me model, anybody who, who 80% of your sales or more have a conversation before you do it, mm -hmm. sideways sells is hands down the, the way to do it going forward because everything else becomes noise. Very cool. I love it. I love it. I love it. And then, like you said, it, it's 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 a, only a few steps. Be the most enthusiastic person in the room, be the most grateful person in the room. No selling, and then and then to your point uh, early, it's it's just like ask questions, ask lots of questions, ask more questions, get great questions, and 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 get them to agree on the challenges. And so that it sounds like so these, if I'm if I'm hearing it right, these are the challenges you're facing. Well, you know what? That's exactly what I help people with. And mm -hmm. this is how it would work, look to work together. Here's the price. Here's how long it worked. This is what the outcomes of, of them are. What do you think? Would this be a value? I, I guess, although you, I missed, I missed what is this? Maybe that's an unconscious thing too. I missed what is this costing you? There we go. What is this costing you? And, and how much more is it going to cost you if we keep doing this? Wow, that's a lot of money. Guess what? My product is only $10,000, $20,000. That could be a fraction of what it's costing them or what they're spending. Well, it's well, well, there you go. And then, and then it's like, what do you think? And then shut up. <laughs> Did I hear that all right? Did I get that pretty, pretty good? Oh yeah. Yeah. And um, there's a couple of things, you know, when you, when you do this uh, enough times, you realize that this is the first part, right? This is how you get to the part where you ask somebody to buy. But what a lot of people will sometimes not realize is that you don't become a salesperson until the first time somebody says no. Mm -hmm. Up until then, you're just an advocate for the product and an advocate for, for the conversation, right? But it's once somebody says no, what do you do? Right? Like, oh, I, I can't, I can't. What, what do I do? Yeah, where do we go from here? How do we get them to you? Other than saying, hey, are you open to another conversation? That maybe we could possibly turn this into a yes. And if they're no, then great. If they're open. Yeah. But uh, they try unless to you get off the call, they give you the old, you know what, I get it, but you know. I really need to talk to my wife or I really need to talk to my husband or I really need to talk to the tooth fairy. Yeah, or my dog, my cat. Exactly. You got to wait till the sun is blue or the pretty moon. Yeah. And, and you got to, and then at that point you become the salesperson. You have to confidently say, look, I completely understand. My significant other is exactly the same way. Um, I don't know if yours is anything like mine, but they trust me and they want me to have the tools and resources for me to do what I need to do. Did they know that you were on this call today? Awesome. And if this all worked out for them, do you think they would have second reservations about this? No? Awesome. Well, let me share this with you. Did I mention that we have a guarantee? You see how I rolled right into my risk reversal? Yeah, that's right. There's, a, well, okay, there's no risk. Why would I? There's, a, there's all upside. Why would I? Why would I not? Why would I? Because you're right. There, there's a lot of people I think hear those, those objections. Got to talk to my cat or my dog or wait till some unforeseen time in the future when they'll probably put it off again or and I mean no disrespect to anyone, but I'm sure all of us entrepreneurs hear this and have have heard this to your and to your point. It's like, well, I have a significant other. Uh, they they trust me, and, and and they don't know really a lot about what I do, so that they're not the best person to ask and to run this by, anyways, because they they don't know really about what I do and and what would work with me or not. Are, are they an expert in in marketing? Are they an expert in whatever? Would they give you the best 
know, the best, the best uh, suggestion here. Uh, and again, like I said, I have a money back guarantee. It's costing you this much. There, there's no risk. It's all upside. I, I heard that it's costing you this much and it's only cost you this much to fix it. Is that worth going through? Do they, do they trust you to make a good decision? Cause this is your business. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's all kinds of little mechanisms. I mean, you've studied NLP, right? There's the tonality. There's yeah. making sure that we're not placing blame, right? We're not saying, oh, they can't make the decision because they're ignorant, right? We're saying we understand. And if they're anything like ours, right? We're building a bridge. And then we're saying, mine wants me to have the tools I need, right? Okay, we've made an agreement there. Also, if, right, we're using projection, if this all worked out, would they have any reservations right now? Well, no. Okay, did I mention I have a guarantee, right? There's there's a couple of steps in between these things. And just like 80-20, right, if you do this and you're mindful about your experience and you aren't salesy, right, because all the time people get on calls with me and they're like, I never get on these calls. I don't know how I got here. And I'm like, yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah, anyway, you're in what industry, <laughs> right? Right into the thing. Um, and then I have people checking out and they're like, I, I told myself I wasn't gonna buy anything when I got into the, and it's not cause I'm, a, I'm not a car, used car salesman. I'm not, right? But I know that if we got on that call, it's because I put you into the audience that, right? You own a business of a certain size. You are the founder, CEO, uh, right? You, you are a certain title and your company has X amount of employees because it's validated by LinkedIn. So I don't have to be salesy I, unless you lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair, fair. And, it's that, and I think it takes all the pressure off to be salesy or to hard close because I don't like doing that either. I want to empower people. I love teaching. I love speaking. I love you know, supporting entrepreneurs to, to go, go higher and just to unleash your potential so that they can make more money and have more free time without burnout and overwhelm. And, yeah. uh, and and find more purpose in the world too. I think, I mean, I think we need a lot of us need to find more purpose in the world versus just the rat race that's been engineered uh, over time of, you know, work to make money, to buy stuff you probably don't need, to make more money, to pay for a house, to eventually retire, maybe have a little time to live and then we, we, then we die. I think life is more than that, that's for sure. No, that's and, and sure. You know, those people, they, they desperately need help. And so when you sideways sell, it's like we have to use the word sell in the phrase or else people don't understand what we're talking about. Like sideways talking. Yeah, exactly. So, but I think the operating thing is like, this is, this is a philosophy for people who don't want to sell, who don't want to be salesy, but still want to close deals. Yeah. We still have to close deals. Correct. Correct. Yeah, have um, conversations. And so uh, practice and um, remember that uh if, if you ask enough about someone else, they will almost always eventually reciprocate. If you talk about them and talk about them and talk about them, most people will eventually catch on and go, oh my gosh, psycho, I've been talking. No, tell me about what you tell do. You, well, guess unless, what? Actually, I help people like you. Unless they're a psychopath. And, or a jerk. And you may not want to work with them anyways, right? No, it's a psychological thing. A certain percentage of the population are psychopaths. And that's okay. Like, they're still functioning people. They're not, they're not going to stab you. But they'll never ask about you, right? And so just be mindful that, like, if it goes far enough, you have to be able to take control. Um, but otherwise, most normal people, if you make the conversation about them long enough, they'll eventually give you your opening. You don't even have to push. Ta-da. I love it. And there we are. 
Love it, love it, love it. And this has been amazing. We should do a part two something. But this has been so valuable in this in this this small amount of time. I greatly appreciate you helping me give value to people and helping you know business people be more successful. And and I mean with leads, with lead pass, guys, check out check out uh, Ashley's lead pass. Uh, lead, lead lead not lead lead streams. I'm seeing marketing pass and leads, and my brain decided to put them together. Lead stream. Thank you. But how how can people find it more about you if people want to have because this this is just great. And I love that you are a, a marketing expert because a lot of people need a one-stop shop marketing expert versus a, a disjointed. I got a Facebook ads guy over here and I got a Google ads guy here and I got a website guy here and it's all disjointed and, and the messages aren't cohesive. They're not talking to each other or it's just it's just the technical implementation of stuff with no cohesive copy or, or message or offer or promise that's cohesive to all that they'll get the right people and repel the wrong people. This is awesome. How can people find it about you, Ashley? Um, well, so my background was in high-end funnel stuff. So, you know, I was a gun for hire for a lot of these agencies when they got big clients that needed to do funnel stuff. They bring in funnel experts because they don't normally keep them on hand. Um, I didn't really love the agency experience, either from what I saw when I was inside of it or when I had to hire them to work on my few first businesses. Um, so I, I founded a company, um, called my marketing pass that does unlimited on-demand marketing, no hidden fees. So we have unlimited, uh, graphic design, unlimited print design, unlimited website work, uh, website development of every, every color, shape, and size, um, lightning fast world-class built on the platform of your choice. We do all of the copywriting. We've been doing this for a really long time before AI was a thing. Uh, my my uh, focus in film school is uh, screenwriting, and so it's weird how many of the persuasive anchoring and screenwriting works exactly as copy. So very cool. We take very, cool. very very seriously. You do what works. Uh, yeah, uh, persuasive, high touch, conversational copy will make people money, and so that's what we make. Um, and then we do all the automation, which is my technical background is, uh, we build funnels, we build automation systems. We do all the API integrations. We do advanced pipelines. Um, we, we make it so that contacts when their leads are generated, they go into the right places and they're tracked and you can pull all your reports. Basically, if anybody's ever purchased a CRM and the person, the, the software salesperson promised you the moon and all this magic stuff that it was going to do. Uh, and now it doesn't do any of it because it's not set up and they want to charge you. Yeah, we, we make it do what they promised you it was going to do for you. And the best part is, is uh, we stole the entire business model from Netflix. So we're a monthly membership. Um, you get everything um, as long as you're a, a member. So that way, instead of having to go find 10 or 15 different people over the course of building out whatever it is you're building out, uh, you get a great uh, set of uh, skills that you can do yourself for pennies on the dollar. So my mission for a long time has been getting the high-end funnel, the high-end uh, automation, the, high, the, the really persuasive good copywriting, not the word salad, like actual good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, getting that to the people that that need it as uh, my old coach used to say there's no money in the middle and uh, that's because she sold high-end uh coaching she wanted you to be the most expensive in your field the premium right right on right on i always kind of took that the wrong way because she was saying that there was something wrong with helping everyone and so she she always called it the, the walmart model and uh, I resent that now as I've kind of come into my own on it. I, I look at it as the Costco model because yeah. I think everyone should have access to the things that they need to scale a business without sure. having to do shots in the dark or deal with the whole marketing industry thing. Because sure. uh, it's not a good time, but this is. So you can go to mymarketingpass.com. Uh, also, you can find my book, 
uh, check out Amazon and buy the book on sales and marketing. Lots of basics, lots of how to have basic sales call stuff. If you have sales anxiety, um, it's organized like a, a college course um, so or a college uh, a degree. So we have like uh, Target Marketing 101, Target Marketing 201, Funnels 101, really cool. uh, Media 101, just the basics for people that need to get going. Very cool. I love it. I love it. This is amazing. Guys, uh, mymarketingpass.com, uh, Ashley Weber. This has been amazing. I appreciate you. Appreciate your time. I'm very grateful. I'm Right now, I'm the most grateful person in the room because I love helping people be successful. I'm glad that we're able to jam again. Love having conversations with you, and I love that we can help others be successful. Uh, guys, I hope you got great, great value out of this as well. I had a lot of fun. I learned a couple of things, too. And, and I greatly appreciate you, my friend, as well. I'm glad we are now friends, and I do appreciate your time, Ashley. Thank you. Yay, James! Woohoo! Yes! Yeah. All right. I love it. I love it. Speaking the most enthusiastic, I appreciate you. And again, mymarketingpass.com. Guys, have a conversation with Ashley. Uh, you're not going to regret it. I certainly didn't. I'm, I'm really, really enjoying uh, working with, with Ashley and talking to him and helping him be successful and helping him other helping him help other people be successful too. Go to mymarketingpass.com and get a 30-minute uh, uh, strategy session. It's free. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Exactly. Why not? Let's let's do it. Let's do it. Amazing. You. Thank you so much. Bye, everyone. Have a great day. Thank you, Ashley. Guys, check out mymarketingpass.com, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Take care. Bye, guys.